Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here as in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. And welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer, Brennan Escott with you. It is 1234 in Edmonton. We will tell you that guests on our show, Oilers Now, receive gift certificates to Roos Chris Steakhouse. Whether you're celebrating a special moment or simply savoring a night on the town, every meal's an occasion at Roos Chris Steakhouse. Brendan Connolly and the staff at Roos Chris, they will take care of you. Tell them Oilers Now sent you. As we go to our Oilers Now headliner, brought to you by Wilhawk Beef Jerky. It just might be the best you've ever tasted. Search for Wilhawk, W-I-L-H-A-U-K today. And we're joined by Louis DeBrusque from NHL Hockey on Rogers. Hi, Louis. How you doing? I'm doing well today, Bob. How you doing? Uh, not bad. I apologize if I took you away from uh, the uh, separate broadcaster's availability uh, with Coach Tippett today. We sometimes we were get wrapping that. it up. Where is at the end? So it was perfect timing, actually. Okay. Well, there I'm you sure have he's it. He's probably getting sick of seeing us too. So he was like, "Get out of here." Yeah, different. <laughs> and and that that is. Uh, I don't. I know we've discussed this in the past, Louis. Like for me, that is often. Uh, one of the most beneficial parts of doing the job is yeah. just because it's, it's and maybe you can explain to the listeners what it is yeah you know we we get a little extra time with with dave tippett or one of the coaching staff members to kind of go over some things that have been happening lately and it's just more of a personal kind of conversation where you can break down things a little deeper in in typical zoom calls you know there's there's a lot of people online a lot of people that want to ask questions so it's more of a generic um kind of based meeting but you know for us that's it's crucial for us obviously covering the team a lot we just get to pick you know the coaching staff's brain especially Dave Tippett who does it the most um just on what's going on as of late what's been happening and you know it's beneficial for us it gives us a little bit more of an uh a personal kind of connection to the team and yeah it's invaluable for me and and you know one of the things with the pandemic obviously not being able to you know, be down in the dressing room, talk to the players, talk to other media staff. You know, you the conversations on game day are what prepare you and build up towards 
your telecast and broadcast that night. I, I mean, that's for us, and I know you enjoy it. When we're sitting around the rink and we're watching the morning skate, we're watching practices, we're talking about the game all the time. We're breaking things down. We're bouncing things off of each other, and that's it's a real kind of community in that regard, and that's one of the things that's missing this year. Uh, among many things uh, in the game. But for us, it just makes it a lot more difficult to have, you know, that uh, connection with the team. So the Oilers have been very generous in uh, allowing us to have that little extra time from time to time. And, you know, for us, we don't want to abuse that as well. Some days when you talk to the coaches a lot, you just pass on that meeting and you don't need to have that conversation. They've given you enough. And you, you other days, there's just certain things you want to kind of bounce off people and maybe get a little bit more information. We're joined by Louis DeBras, Bob Stauffer. With you and Oilers now, Louis. Today, the province is uh, handing down its budget, and it's it's going to be a tough one. We know that for everybody out there. And you've got lots of friends that work in various different sectors, as do I. Uh, and I, I know we want to support as many people as possible. Speaking of budget, however, uh, I thought it would be an opportune time to factor in a couple players. Uh, so a bit of a curveball here for you. Everybody knows that Ryan Nugent Hopkins, who's represented by Rick Vallette, who represents your son Jake DeBrusque. Um, Ryan Nugent Hopkins' contract is up this year. But the Oilers have also got to factor, not to mention Tyson Berry as well as Adam Larson, but they've also got to factor in Darnell Nurse, who's taken two straight bridge deals in Edmonton and is having a wonderful season. Uh, Nurse has got six goals, 12 points, those two total. That's an even strength. Okay, That leads the National Hockey League for defensemen in those two categories. And as you and me have discussed before, he's always been a pretty good 5-on-5 scorer, 16th in the league over the previous three seasons. I don't think everyday fans sit there and would maybe under, you know, appreciate those. I'll say they understand those numbers. They may not appreciate them. Um, so there, there's some... There's got to be a, some long-term planning here from Ken Holland and the staff on both Nugent Hopkins, who's playing on the top line, is a critical player, kills penalties, power play. But they also play, Darnell plays a lot with Connor, and Nuge plays with Connor. And we saw with the Tampa Bay triplets, as an example, when uh, Tyler Johnson and Palat were playing with Kucherov, uh, you know, how that benefited those guys. I think the two guys we're talking about are more, with all due respect to Johnson and Palat, are better players. But, you know, just put your GM hat on. How tricky of a negotiation could this be with Nugent Hopkins and Darnell Nurse, in your opinion? Very tricky. You know, the good thing is Nurse has one more year left, which is which buys a little bit of time in that regard. So he's just the first year to two year extension, and that's you know I think a really good thing at a, a real good price point right now for the way he's playing. He's playing uh, outstanding this year, I think, and he's really elevated his game. And you know, listen, we've talked a lot about Darnell Nurse over the years, and you've seen that progression, and you know him every single year coming in, little things about his game are changing, and that's what you like to see. I, I think he's playing a real disciplined, structured game this year, and because of his physicality and his ability to skate, he can still be so creative and he can still get up in the play, and that's the most important thing with the way this Oilers team is playing this year. But, you know, when he gets himself in trouble, we've seen it a couple times this year where he just gets aggressive, and I've always said I'd rather see a guy make mistakes out of aggression rather than being passive, and that's just for me. You can always reel that back in. You can always say, hey, listen, just a little less. It's a lot more difficult to tell someone to get going all the time. So um, I like that about his game. I just like his mentality, too. I like the way Darnell Nurse is talking right now. I just think he's taken on more of a leadership role this year. But it's not in a, 
it's not in like a rah rah I'm the guy type of a personality. It's more like this is just what I do. I go to work. I lead by example. I log a lot of minutes, and I can do this. And there's a confidence there, and that confidence. You know, playing with players myself over the years, when you have leaders that just kind of exude that confidence and that calmness, um, it goes a long way. It really does trickle through your lineup. So that's a real, real important role to have. Um, it will be difficult because obviously he's going to be looking for a big payday. He's going to be looking for a long-term deal. He signed a couple short-term deals. He's going to want to have a deal that, you know, listen, he, he's paid his dues and he's kind of built himself to this point. The good thing for Ted Holland, like I said, though, is he does have one more year, so he can kind of hold off to kind of get on that. For Ryan Nugent Hopkins, it's a little more urgent. You know, he's up. He's an unrestricted free agent. This is not a player you want to lose for nothing. You cannot just let Ryan Nugent Hopkins go to the open market, in my opinion. Uh, you have to get something done. Uh, he goes to the open market. There will be offers. There will be teams that are going to jump in there and try and take him from you. Um, I really hope they can work it out. He's, uh, he's one of those players, and when you look at this roster, there's Connor McDavid, Leon Dreisel, and then it's always Ryan Nugent Hopkins that is the next player mentioned uh, amongst the four group of this team. It's just always been that way. He's versatile. He can play center. He can play wing. He plays penalty kill, plays power play, put him in all crucial situations. And this is a player that benefits both McDavid and Dreisaitl as the best winger on the team. So, you know, for me, um, it's a no-brainer to get this deal done. I don't know if it's going to be that simple. Obviously, there have been some conversations between the two sides, and, you know, maybe that talk has kind of taken a little bit of a backseat right now as this season goes on, but I think you're seeing the value of Ryan Nugent Hopkins again this year. He went through a little stretch where things weren't going in for him. He was still productive and still doing good things, but now that the puck is going in for him, he just compliments the offensive trio, let's say, especially on the power play. Those three centermen, if you want to call them, can all interchange. They can all move around in that position. It makes them so difficult to check against. And that's why the power play, in my opinion, is still the most dangerous power play in the league. Uh, it started off a little slow this year, but it's back up and running again where crucial times in the game, they're coming up with big plays like they did last game on Tuesday with a big time goal by McDavid and then the go-ahead goal. It just, uh, you know what? was the end of the game, really. It was, it was the deciding fact that the power play came through in the biggest moment of the game, and that was necessary. Um, so for me, um, you know what? Uh, it'll be interesting. I know that they're going to be looking for a long-term deal. He's just coming off of a long-term deal, and uh, you hope they can get it done. All right, so now I'm going to put it to you here. Six or seven years, what's a fair price point for... Uh, Nuge, and and let's say seven years for Nurse because he's younger. What's a fair price point for him? Good thing I'm not a general manager because here's the thing. I mean, obviously with McDavid making what he's making, um, 12.5 and and 8.5 for for Dreisaitl in in the cap world, it eats up a considerable amount of your cap. And when you're trying to do it's the same situation that the Pittsburgh Penguins have had for years, but they find a way to get those deals done. Um, he's making six now. He's made six for seven years. Um, has to be north of that, but I don't think it's over seven. You know, that that's just okay. for me, if you're trying to get a guy done. Now, listen, maybe on a shorter term, they might want to go a little higher just to, to, to have him around for a certain amount of years. But if you go long term, I think it's just, 
you know, for me, that's a pretty good secure. But listen, they might have different ideas. They might be closer to eight. They might be mid sevens, you know, like, and that's maybe where and why this deal hasn't gotten done. There could be a difference there in the sense that from the ages perspective, they're going to try and maximize this. He's still a young player. He's only 27 years of age. So, I mean, he still has a lot of hockey left and he's not going anywhere. I don't, I just don't see his game dropping off. So in that regard, I can understand why, they're going to want more, but let's face it, we're in a different time now. We really are. We're in a very uncertain time, and we've seen that reflected in the contracts that were handed out in this last offseason. There just isn't that running and gunning and quick signing and long-term deals and that you know, reckless spending, so to speak, around the National Hockey League. I mean, you know, I think the general managers are a lot more conservative, and they're trying to get it done as efficiently as they can. And that's going to be the hard part for Ken Holland. It really is because I think the player is going to want more. Obviously they always do. You want to make as much as you can. And there's a really good argument for more money there. The question is, does he like it in Edmonton? Does he want to stay here? He's the longest tenured oiler. And what is the breaking point? What is the the number that they have in their mind that they're just not going to go above? Is it seven, five, you know, is that kind of the magic number or is it seven or below? Like, for me, to be honest with you, Bob, if if it came in at seven seven five in between there, I'd be totally fine with that. I'd be for totally ner- for, dar- for for sorry for Nuge or for Nurse for, for Nugent Hopkins. You know, I, yeah. I just think you know what he's he's a centerman, he's a winger, he's your top three four with two of the elite players in the world, and he complements both of them. So yeah. I mean, he can play with either one. We saw what happened when he played with Drysdale and Yamamoto. We're seeing what's happening with Connor McDavid. He's interchangeable. He's interchangeable on both of those lines with both of those centermen. And if you have to, you can play him at center too. If an injury happens, you can always send him right back to a center position, which he did early in his career and didn't have that run support that McDavid and Dreisaitl have now. It was, you know, Nugent Hopkins early in his career, and I think people forget this. As soon as he stepped in as an 18-year-old, he was the best centerman on the team. And you could never get the matchup away from him, and he had to go up against the best in this conference and the best in the division, which were not easy centermen to play against. And he, he fared pretty well. He fared pretty well there in the sense that he continued to put up 50-plus point seasons. And this is a young guy that was trying to find his way on a team that really didn't have a whole lot of structure. So we know what the results of those seasons have been for this team. So, yeah, I mean, for me personally, yeah, of course, I, w- I would, I, if I'm speaking from the general manager's perspective, I'd like to see it seven, you know, seven or lower. But from the player's perspective, I think they're somewhere between seven and eight. For Darnell Nurse, this is a different situation, and I think next year will be even more of a vital year for him. He's having a terrific year this year, and that's really going to set him in a great position for next year. And I think that confidence should carry through, and it's not going to change too much. But uh, next year will be even more of an important year, and that's why Ken Holland has that buffer this year to kind of just watch and see how it goes. But he's going to be in that price range as well. He's already at 5'6 now. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's not going down, not even close. It's going to go up. And I see him again in that seven-plus range. I really do. Louie, uh, I look at McDavid and Dreisaitl making a combined $21 million. I would be comfortable paying out $14 million more. Okay. Yeah, get that's kind of where I am at. Okay. Like I said, I'm, I'm, okay. but... I'm kind of always around that $7 million range, but... Yeah. Like I said, they might have different ideas. Yeah, but is, but to me, where the negotiation but, well, here's where we have different ideas. I'd pay Nurse more than I'd pay uh, R&H. I love R&H. Look, he's a great, like, I, I'd give R&H a raise. I, I wouldn't get into the sevens if it were me. I, and I'm not belittling the player. Uh, you know, he got he got a, a sweet start to his uh, uh, long-term deal. I mean, he scored four goals and got six million bucks a year he logged a lot of tough matchups he's a terrific two-way player uh he's mostly a winger now but he's i wish he was a little bit better on face-offs on the pk that's a concern for me but i want to see ryan nugent hopkins start and finish his career as an edmonton Oiler. and you know ken holland would tell you that in detroit remember they had a bit of a price structure that was put in place mm-hmm. because they had, they had nick lidstrom so i'm looking at the 21 million that mcdavid and dry are making and i'm thinking between nurse and uh RNH, maybe you can go to thirty five and which is fourteen million more. And I it's amazing to me how many Darnell nurse haters there are out there. I do not get it. Um you know, I I think I've got a pulse on who the long term leadership core of this team is. And Nurse is a huge part of that, and he's not perfect. But And yes, he's benefited from playing with McDavid, but he's a pretty good defenseman, and this year the numbers are overwhelming. So I, I'm going to be really – I think he's going to be in the sevens. you got defensemen in this league, and he's not Drew Doughty. But he had a better year last year than Drew Doughty did, and so I'm going to be really intrigued to see where it goes. Now I'm going to ask you a point defenseman. Last, and, and this is the thing: man. two years ago, he put up 40 points. I mean, this is not a guy. With, that's just, with, this is just new for him, right? Like, you know, and he, he doesn't know. get power play yeah. time. Like that's he, the right. Yeah, so it's and, and it, here's the thing: and you know, the other thing too is he he, he broke in a young defenseman last year, in Ethan Bear. And that yep. pairing was great. I mean, I think Ethan Bear helped him in some aspects. Absolutely, as well. I don't want to sell Ethan Bear short. I think he had a terrific rookie season, and I think he'll get back to that. I really have confidence that he will, and that's that's a good thing to have depth in the back end because you're seeing teams right now that get banged up and a couple defensemen come out of the lineup, but it's a it's a very different team. But Edmonton's been able to weather those storms, and I think that's just paying the price over years and building up that. Um, surplus of talent and depth that you can inject into the lineup. And Dave Tippett's been pretty good at injecting those guys in there and giving them a chance. Even Caleb Jones last game came and I thought had a terrific sure. game. You know, just a little more confidence. But for Nurse, I think we're really starting to see now, though, especially with Oscar Kleffbaum gone, yes. just that extra responsibility for him. And it's not something that's even deterred him one bit.
He has that personality that he wants more. He's willing to do the, the, the work in the offseason. You heard Connor McDavid talk about how hard he worked in the offseason to be in the shape he's in right now to be able to do this. He knew this was going to be a big year for him because of the absence of Oscar Kleckbaum. Yep. He came in prepared, not, not just mentally, but physically prepared to battle this year. And you're seeing the results because of that work that he's put in. I mean, I don't know how you can ever really critique a player that does that. That's, that's just a real responsible pro that comes in knowing that you're going to have a lot of minutes to fill, and he's filling them. All right, one final one for you. There was uh, a play the other night that I didn't like. It involved uh, Antoine Roussel, uh, a player that a lot of teams don't like. Uh, That said, uh, he's been a a somewhat effective player for Dallas. I know the fans in Vancouver get on him at times. How that's not a double minor when when you punch a guy in the face. That's, they blew that call. This is how valuable Darnell Nurse has become because we've had some people saying, well, you know, why didn't, like, Darnell's got to fill him in tonight. <laughs> Darnell's already fought Roussel and took him apart pretty badly last season. Yeah. Um, I would just leave, I would just leave Roussel on the ice and let him play. How would There's you handle a whole bunch of other guys? I think they can step in there and take that fight. This isn't a this isn't a Brian McGratton we're talking about here. I mean, this isn't a guy that. Listen, I really like what Roussel does. Don't get me wrong, but at the same time, you're not going to take your 30 minute defenseman off the ice to fight. Right, him. right. Not a chance. So you know what? There's other guys that are able and should be willing to take that fight when a young guy takes a couple punches to the face. There's no question. If Roussel's in the lineup, and there's a good chance he's not going to be tonight, by the way, um, there's been a real shuffle of the deck from Travis Green and the Vancouver Canucks going into this game. So every line's going to be different. The defense groups are going to be different. He's He shuffled it up in practice yesterday, just kind of, Want to change things? I have, a, Louis. I have a. I have an update for you. By the way, okay. Jace okay. Har- Jace Harlock is in. Uh, Zach yes. McEwen. Zach McEwen stayed out late on the ice with okay. six other players. So, so he is in tonight. So okay. Roussel so is in, and that's Kevin and you know Woodley out of Vancouver. Feisty guy too. You got to see him in junior too in the WHL. Yep. Yeah, he's yeah, one yeah. of those guys that plays with a with a real kind of burn saddle. So here's yeah. the thing. You know, for me, I do think it needs to be addressed. I'm going to say it right now. I think somebody needs to have a little conversation. When I say conversation, someone needs to engage Antoine Roussel tonight. I'd be disappointed if someone doesn't. Could you imagine how the fans in Vancouver would have felt? I mean, that's yes, a pulley Arby. So let's just say that Zach Cassian was on the ice, dropped his gloves, and punched you. Uh, we won't say Pedersen. Let's say it was Nils. Why not? It doesn't matter. He's a young, he's a young forward. And he's a he's a giant guy. I get it, but that's just not his game. And he took right. a liberty on him the last time that happened. You know, I'm surprised Zach McEwen's out of the lineup because it was Derek Forbert who did that to yeah. Hoaglander. So Hoaglander, yeah. you want to you want to compare Paul Yarby and Hoaglander? Go ahead. I know Paul Yarby's. No, I'm saying it wouldn't Zach be. Pa- did? He gave yeah. him the business. Yeah, and, and I, you know what? Yeah. I'm telling you right now. Listen, Antoine Roussel's a scrappy guy, and he's tough. I respect him in that regard. But it's not like he's Bob Probert. So somebody no. needs to go in there and say, you know what? I don't necessarily think they have to fight, but you better at least give him the opportunity to. You better at least let him know that you're yeah. willing and you want to. If yes, he decides like... not to, I don't think you need to take yourself out of the game to try and do it. But he needs to know that we understand what you've done and uh, we're not too happy about I... it. Because this team right now is in a real crucial stage. Yep. I think they're playing really well as a team. They're getting scoring through the depth. They're playing a tougher, harder, more aggressive forechecking game that's really bode well for them. But at the same time, these are the little things that start to trickle into your game where you just don't clean up a mess. And I think this is a mess they need to clean up early in this game tonight. That's just my right. opinion. I could be totally wrong, but 
That's the way I look at it. Louis, if Zach Cassian dropped his uh, gloves and left-handed uh, Nils Hoaglander in the face twice, he would have gotten a double minor because he, he always he, gets a double minor when that happens. I agree. You know what? I when I first saw it, I think because of the way Yessa reacted, and it wasn't, you know, he just kind of pushed away from it, didn't look didn't know that he was really bloody until he was to the bench. But at the same time, you drop your gloves, and I can guarantee if that was me that dropped my gloves, I would have had a double minor. There's no question. It was already an undisciplined penalty in a, in a time of a game that it shouldn't be taken. But at the same time, um, I had you know what? I had, a, I had an official one time. I won't name him, but he told me that if you're going to get into a scrum and you're going to punch a guy, Make it a good one because I'm usually going to give you two. But that's with the glove on. When you drop the glove, I mean, I've been given a minor penalty for delay a game for just dropping my gloves and doing nothing. You know, dropping my gloves where I thought somebody wanted to fight, that guy skates away, and you're getting a delay a game penalty. I used to hate that penalty because I'm like, why can't I drop my gloves? Unsportsmanlike, are you kidding me? That's part of the game. I'm trying to get a guy to drop his gloves too. If he doesn't want to, then, but yes, that could have easily been a double minor, and uh, it wasn't, but... You know what? I think that as a team, they need to take note of that, and they have to let teams understand that you can't take liberties on guys and just get away with it. But All right. it'll be a very telling, interesting start to this game to see if anybody does go over and give him a little bit extra to say, listen, we're on to you, and we're just not going to let it happen. All right. Louis, great stuff. Thank you for your time. All right. See you, bud. Okay, we got to uh, since uh, we got a bunch of business to take care of here at this time. That's racing list. Brendan will build a little bit longer break, but we're going to go in our game day lineup report. Brought to you by North Forty Nine Home Inspections, professional thorough home inspections for the Edmonton area. The Oilers will start Mike Smith and goalies five and zero this season. Two point zero five goals against average, nine thirty five save percentage. Uh, game time decision on Ethan Bear. Could it mean seven defensemen? Possibly, I guess. Uh, might also be the same lineup. Uh, Nurse was with Barry uh, Tyson. Barry in his first eight games had two. Assist was minus five. Uh, since then, he has got three goals and 15 points in his last 13 games, and is plus one. Uh, Russell with Larson and uh, Caleb Jones, after being scratched eight straight games, got in the lineup the other night. Was with Evan Bouchard, Connor McDavid, four goals last two games with RNH with four goals, seven points last five games, and yes, Yarvi. Drysaddle, three assists against Vancouver. Five points in his last two games with Cahoon and Yamamoto. Kara with Innes and Archibald. Those three lines stay together. Um, there's a chance we could see Haas with Patrick Russell and Chase on again. Thatcher Demko will start for Vancouver. He's 4-8-1 this year, 3.37 goals against average, 8.98 save percentage. Their fourth line will have Roussel Beagle. And former Brandon Weeking, Jace Harlock. Uh, they've got Pedersen. They've moved Hoglander up, uh, Hoglander up, uh, with Besser on that line. Horvat with Pearson and Vertanen moves up from the third to the uh, second line. Sutter, JT Miller dropped to the third line with Goddett. That's a look at the game day lineup report brought to you by North 49 Home Inspections. Quickly into the Oilers now injury report, uh, which is brought to you daily by James H. Brown Injury Lawyers. And uh, James H. Brown, for every uh, goalie order score this year, 100 bucks donated to 630 Chet Santa's Anonymous. Brendan, I'm going to take over very quickly here and just mention Clefbaum, Cassie, and Cuckoo all on LTIR for Edmonton, Furland, and Mott on LTIR for the Vancouver Canucks. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Randy Kilburn. When we come back, Kevin Weeks. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.